Blog Talk Radio.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, Mr. Kirk Franklin. Oh, come let us adore him. Hallelujah. It's that time of year when the world want to think about him a little bit. They don't give him their all, but they think about, oh, Jesus was born. Yeah. But we thank God this morning. We know every day that not only he was born, but he suffered, hung, bled, and died, conquered all and rose with all power. And he rose in us the day he drew us to him. He rose in us. And so every day we show that Jesus is the reason we're here. Mm-hmm. He's more than a season. <laughs> He's the reason we're here 365 days a year. And we thank God for this precious, excellent, perfect gift of his son. Yeah, his only begotten. And we thank God this morning again and again. We can't thank him enough for all he has done because he's done great and mighty things for us. Yeah, his people, the saints of God, the Christians, the believers. Yeah, his children. So we're thankful. We're thankful unto him. And uh, this morning, we're going to be talking about what Christmas means to you. What does it mean to you? I like to get a pen and paper and write things down. Because the words are write the vision and make it plain. So what does it mean to you? Uh, there, it means many things to different people. Some people, it means it's time to spend money. Oh, my goodness, it's time to buy the kids and the grandkids and the great-grandkids Christmas gifts. It's time to cook. It's time to bake. It's time to uh, prepare for the celebration. What colors we using this year? It's time to buy ugly sweaters, uh, Christmas sweaters, ugly Christmas sweaters, they call it. It's just a whole bunch of stuff. But it's time to celebrate Jesus. It's time to celebrate God for, again, his excellent, perfect gift that he gave to the world, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Whoever will accept this gift, you won't perish but have everlasting life. So what does Christmas mean to you? And we each should have our own meaning. Yeah, it's time to celebrate now. We all should be celebrating, but we may celebrate in different ways. I like to celebrate the month, giving gifts. I love that. Yesterday I was blessed to go to uh, the service station and give brownies and uh French coconut pie, homemade from scratch. Oh, it smelled so good, I wanted it. <laughs> and then I left there and went on over to the firehouse, where the fire station, and gave the firemen brownies and Christmas cards and a couple of gifts. Yeah, yeah. All of this in celebration of the Lord's birth, what God gave to us. He came giving, and so we give. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Pastor James Williams says that because he gave I give. And I love that. I love that. And he loves a cheerful giver. So it's that time. On Monday, I was sitting here and I heard the truck outside and Shante went to the door and I think it was UPS or FedEx, one of them, uh, brought a beautiful package. And I'm like, where did this come from? Well, when I looked at it, I read. 
Sister Irene has sent me a beautiful package of gifts, many gifts. Some of the favorite things I like from Australia she sent to me. I like the licorice she sent. And uh, she sent me a bracelet. She sent a candle, um, all kind of stuff, uh, 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 tea biscuits, uh, cheddar tea biscuits, butter biscuits. I, I just like it all. And so I'm grateful. Oh, and I have a beautiful pillow that she hand did it herself. Yeah. She made this pillow herself. So I have my pillow in my office sitting in my chair. And so I thank God for these gifts. And thank you so much, Sister Irene. God bless you. God bless you. And uh, I'm just grateful unto him. I didn't get Christmas cards yet, so I don't have any. Well, I have one I can read uh, from Inspiration of Ministries, and uh, this is what this one says to me. It says, my soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, because he has looked with favor on the humble conditions of his servant. That's out of Luke chapter 1. And so we're going to talk about that today. So I thank God. I thank God for every Christmas card. And sometimes people put, you know, gifts in there and things, gift cards, or, or they might put a check or whatever. But I love the card. So if nothing else, if you just send me a plain card, I'm excited. I'm happy. Yeah, because I can read them uh, here. I can put them on my mantle over my fireplace. Yeah, a Christmas card is a, a precious thing for Barbara. Yeah. So I'm thankful unto the Lord for all that. Uh, I have received, and uh, lots of Christmas gifts already. I remade sure, <laughs> and I am just thankful uh, unto God for it, and I'm thankful for Sister Dorothy Goodman, because every year she sends me a card, and sometimes down through the years, she'll send me a card, birthday, Mother's Day, different holidays, she'll send me a card, and I have these cards in a box. And I keep up with them because they mean so much to me. And uh, I thank God for them. So listen, one more request, and then we're going to prayer. I mean, one more announcement, and we're going to prayer. Cookie dough. I have a cookie dough fundraiser going, and it will go until the 21st. And I'm thinking that if we get enough cookies sold, we can do some things. And I may be able to send you a gift. Yeah. And so I'm thankful unto the Lord. But I always try and keep something going uh, because I never know how God is going to move. And I know people say, well, she needs to slow down. She always got something going. She didn't finish it. I finished everything God gave me. Everything God gave me to store, everything God gave me to start, I finished it. And sometimes it's like this for me. I know what he's doing, but other people may not know. And once he finishes, because he he may give it to me only for a season. The season may be a month. I don't know. Maybe 10 years. Something's still going on. But I do what I'm told, and when I'm done, I'm done. When he's finished, I'm finished. I can't do no more than he allowed. And so I thank God for that. Hallelujah. One person asked me, you know, about buying the store. So I'm I'm thinking on that. I'm thinking on that. 
Yeah, God is good. God is good. So listen, we're moving right along, and today we're going to be talking about again what Christmas, what does Christmas mean to you? And today we're going to look at Luke, the first chapter, and we might get to that second chapter. And uh, we're going to be talking about what God did for us, what he did for us. When I look back at things, I can see, you know, they was after him. They were against him because he spoke different than everybody else. They had never heard this kind of thing brought like this. They thought it was just God without a son and that, you know, God was just allowing the same sacrifices and the burnt offerings and all of this. But he made a son. He took the word and wrapped flesh around it and brought it forth so the man Jesus could see what it is that we go through, why we couldn't give God our all, why we had to keep sinning, and why we are just full of evil. But God knew that man was born full of evil. He knew this. And back with Noah, he told him, I can't strive with man no more. I I, I got to leave man alone. I'm going to have to destroy him because man won't get right. So God made a way. Not only did he find a way, but he made a way to redeem us back to him. That we don't have to put doves and birds and blood on the altar to be cleansed of our sins and wrongdoing. He brought the ultimate sacrifice, the perfect gift, an excellent gift for man, his son, Jesus Christ, his begotten son. Hallelujah. There's none like him. He has many sons and daughters, but there's none like the obedient Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And so it's that time of year to celebrate him. We want to talk about him and be thankful unto him, grateful and appreciative and love him. Hallelujah. And it's already all right this morning. So we go into morning prayer. And um, when we come back from morning prayer, uh, we're coming back to talk about our scripture of the day. Hallelujah. To read it and uh, move a little further. So let's pray. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning thanking your Father for another Wednesday morning. We thank you for another day. We thank you for bringing us up into this present time in the year of 2023. We thank you for all you've done, great and mighty things for us. Father, we may not have understood everything that went on. We've asked for things, and you did it in your way, not the way that we were expecting. Yet, you blessed us. And, Father, we give you glory and honor and praise, and we thank you this morning. Even in our not knowing state, even in our not understanding, even in things that we may have come against, and it may have been you moving on our behalf, we bow down before you this morning, Father and humbleness, and we ask that you would forgive us and forgive us for all our sins and wrongdoings. Father, forgive us for our wrong thoughts, our wrong feelings. Move this morning in a mighty way upon our hearts and minds to fix our hearts and regulate our minds in you in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for forgiveness. We thank you for putting our sins as far as the east is from the west. We thank you, Lord, that you'll never remember these things that we've done again. 
Oh, we thank you this morning. We thank you. We thank you. We can't thank you enough for forgiveness. Oh, Lord, for helping us to get through every day in this old world. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that we're the candles that sit on the hill that can't be hid. We thank you that in spite of us, you look beyond our faults and yet meet our needs. We thank you that in spite of us, you're yet on our side and you're for us. And your word says, if you be for us, Father, you're more than the whole world against us. And we thank you this morning. We come to cast our cares upon you this day, for you cared for us. Oh, bless your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, we ask that you would bless every caller and every household represented here. Every family members near and far, every friend near and far. And today, Father, we bow down in humbleness and we ask you that you would help our minds to regulate, God, that we'll think on you more, that we will obey your word more, that we will study your word more, and that we will communicate with you in prayer more, and that, God, this word will carry us throughout our lives, that we'll remember what you did for us. Oh, you, you, you made a wonderful gift just for us. And, Father, we're thankful unto you. And we don't want to celebrate him just at his birth, the day we set aside for his birth. But, God, we want to celebrate him all year long because all year long he's our mediator. All year long he's taking our petitions to you. All year long he's right here. His name is even a name where the righteous can run in and be saved. And we don't ever want to forget him. We don't ever want to leave him out of anything that's going on with us. Father, help us today. Help us to be more of your children. Help us to show more of the traits of our father, not the traits of our flesh. In the name of Jesus, we need you today. Without you, we can't do anything. Without you, we can't get right. Without you, we can't fix our own minds or fix our own hearts or regulate our minds. We need you. We need you this morning. Every minute, every second, every hour, we need you. And Father, you know what's best for us today. Move in a mighty way for us, your people. Those that stand in the need of finances, God move. Those that need stand in the need of a better house, God move. Those that are sick, God. We ask this morning, Jehovah, that you would touch and heal. Speak the word over our bodies. That, God, our bodies would line up with what you've spoken over us, which is healing. It's you that heal our manner of sickness and disease. It's you that took the beating for the healing of the nation. And, Father, we ask this morning that you would move in a mighty way. Help us to take our mind off this world and the things that the world is portraying. Help us to walk in the spirit that we don't fulfill the lust of our flesh. Help us to walk in the spirit that we'll see with spiritual eyes. We won't judge others. We won't talk bad about others. But, Father, we'll stand up for what's right. Help us today in the name of Jesus. We pray this morning, Father, for Donald Trump. And, Father, we ask that it, if it be your will, that, God, you would allow Donald Trump to do what it is you allow him to do. And, Lord, if you send him, God, use him. Many may lie on him. Many may bring things in a way to misunderstand this man. 
Because anything that you agree with, anything that you put forth, evil don't like it. Evil people won't like it. But, Lord, not their will, but your will will be done. In the name of Jesus, move this morning for this country, America. Father, we are humbling ourselves and pray. We're seeking your face and turning from our wicked ways. We're looking for you to hear from heaven and forgive our sins and heal the land. And for those that are not doing it, God, those that desire to continue to work and walk in evil, we know that you destroy your enemies. And God, we ask that you would destroy your enemies this morning. In the name of Jesus, anything that's not of you, God, we ask that you would remove it. We rebuke it and bind it up and cast it to the pits of hell, never to return in the name of Jesus. And Father, we ask that you would continue to bless our leadership. And Lord, if it's not the right leadership, we ask that you would remove it and put there who you know will be the best leadership for us, your people. In this country of America, in the name of Jesus. Father, bless our brothers and sisters overseas that are going through. Lord, bless them. Loose your ministering angels to stand watch to shield and protect them. Father, we ask that you would stir up the water in every country. Let the angels stir it, God, and stir it long enough that everybody is healed in their hearts and minds and that they will seek you with their whole heart. In the name of Jesus, oh, bless those that are incarcerated and in every branch of the military, Father, widowers and bereaved families, intercessory prayer people, preachers everywhere, preaching in the name of Jesus in obedience unto you. And God, they love your people, so they're teaching and preaching the truth to your people. Many may not receive it, many may not want it because many don't like the truth, but God bless the men and women of God. They're sharing the good news of your son, Jesus. We thank you this morning. We thank you. We thank you. We can't thank you enough. Father, bless this episode of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here. Father, move by your spirit. You sent your word and your word healed. Do it for us today through your word, oh God, in the name of Jesus. You know again what's best for us. And Lord, everything that's going on in the world is not for your people. Hallelujah. We have our own city. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We have our own rules and regulations and guidelines to go by through your word, through your spirit. Hallelujah. Move for us. And as we lift you up in song this morning, Father, we ask that you would draw men unto you this day in the name of Jesus, for you wish that none should perish. And Father, we ask all of this today in the name of Jesus. And, Father, let finances flow for your people. Money makes people happy. Money makes them glad. And in this season, God, they'll be able to do many things that they desire to do for others and to bring some things to pass for themselves. Again, in Jesus' name, we ask it all, Father. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I can see it. I can see it. Hey, Lord. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for hearing Oh, thank you for answering us. Thank you for moving by your spirit. Lord, your power, your word is not in vain. And we give you glory. We give you honor. Forgive us, Lord, for doubting in any way that we've doubted. Have mercy this morning, oh God. We thank you right now. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We can't thank you enough. You're yet on our side in spite of us today. You yet care for us. You yet be for us. And we thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we can't thank you enough. We can't thank you enough. You've been so good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Ooh, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There is none like him. <laughs> thank you. The songwriter said, while you're calling, he's on his way. Prayer will fix it every time, over and over and over again. And I thank God for it. I thank God for it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to this next song, and when we come back, we're coming back with our morning scripture reading. Yeah, we want to read out of the book of Luke, chapter 1 this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, where is it? It's got to be down here, right here. All right, we're going to this one. Wait, no, no, no. That's not it. I'm sorry, y'all. We're going to the next one, under this one.
inspiring and encouraging you all day long. Jesus in the Morning Radio with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Holy Spirit. Fall fresh on me this morning. I don't want my running to be in vain. I don't want my sharing with others to be in vain. I don't want my everyday living to be in vain. I need you to lead and guide me in the right path. Hallelujah. I need you to bring all things to my remembrance, especially things of the spirit, things of almighty God, the word of God. Yeah, I need it fresh daily. Fall upon me and do it for me, God, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're moving a little bit further this morning, and we're looking at Luke chapter 1. We're going to start at verse 5. And this is what it says. There was in, in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abba, and his wife was the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. And they had no children because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in age. You hear that? We talk about Sarah and Abraham. But Zacharias and Elizabeth was well up in age two before they had their first child. Verse 8 says, and it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. That was his job, to burn incense. Verse 10 says, and the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. They didn't stop praying. Yeah when Zacharias went into this office to do his, his, his burn, his incense, to do his work. 11 says, And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And see, this is what we need. We need people who will be praying for us. We need people who pray for us, who stand in the gap for us, who's always praying, because if we get these prayers, then you're going to find out some information for yourself. You'll find some information for your children. My goddaughter uh, uh, texted me yesterday and asked for prayer. She asked for a specific prayer, but I included the family. Why? They're going to get some information. They're going to get some things answered. It may look like nothing is happening, nothing is going to happen, but because the prayer of the righteous avail is much, not only did God hear, but he began to move. And sometimes we don't see nothing, so we think he didn't hear. And he's not answering, but I promise you, he heard you the very first time you open your mouth or open your heart to pray. He heard that first prayer. He let me know. Praying, praying for three days, the same prayer. He come and say, I heard you the first time. Huh? So every time, and let me know, every time we pray, he hears. He hear that first prayer. But guess what? Where's your faith? For without faith, it's impossible to please him. And if we come into him, we must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, we, we don't ask for what we want, so now we diligently seeking him for his will in our life. God, which way to go today? 
What should I do? How do I address this problem? Prayer will fix it every time over and over again. I'm a living witness. But we need some people praying for us, praying with us. Yeah. So 11 said, and there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. But I'm going to go back up to 10 just one second. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. See, he had all these people praying. <laughs> ah, thank you, Jesus. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled. And fear fell upon him. Yeah, because what, what, what's going on, Lord? What did I do? I, I've been walking upright before you. Have I, have I made a mistake somewhere? And this, this should be us. Anything we see or feel that's out of place, fear should come upon us. Because, Lord, what did I do wrong? Yeah. 13 says, but the angel said unto him, fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. And thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Did you hear that? Prayer. Obeying God. Staying in touch spiritually. Focus on spiritual things, not on what the president said or what the government said they're going to do or, or this going to happen or all these immigrants coming in and da da da. No, we're not focused there. We focus in prayer and we allow fear for God to come upon us if we feel that we're not walking upright before Him. 14 says, And thou shalt have a joy, have joy and gladness. And many shall rejoice at his birth. Hallelujah. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. John the Baptist was born with the Holy Ghost. Do y'all hear me? These are great things that came through the work and prayer. Zacharias worked unto the Lord. People standing around praying because of the work that he's doing. And he got his heart's desire. Even in his old age, here comes the son, John. And he's going to be great in the sight of the Lord. And shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Boy, what a gift. Oh, I wouldn't know how to act if I had a baby and the baby was born with the Spirit of God living. Oh, I wouldn't know how to behave myself. Even in my old age, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Because look at God. If he bring him forth, if he bring me through it, guess what? He's going to do it. And not only that, he'll take care of everything. I can't sit around and say I'm too old for this. I'm too old for that. A lot of times I say, I don't want no husband, this and that. But I know deep in my heart, if God provided, if God do it, it can be done. I'm just talking. That's just Barbara talking. Yeah. 16 says, and many of the children of Israel shall be turned to the Lord, their God, because of this, this child that was born with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Yeah, this one that's going to uh, be great in the sight of the Lord. And many of the children of Israel shall be turned to the Lord their God. 
17 says, and he shall go before him and in the spirit and power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to, to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Look at here, hearts going to change. Minds going to change. Don't come to God. That, that, that's where to come to. Come to the Lord. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus right now. Right now. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus right now. He will save you. <laughs> he will heal you. He'll fix it for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 18 says, and Zechariah said unto the angel, whereby shall I know this? For I'm an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. I want to ask this question. Is there anything too hard for God? Uh, what does Christmas mean to you? Is there anything too hard for God? What is it you trying to get done for Christmas? You want your family member here? What what it is you want? You want to dedicate some stuff unto God? What is it you want? Because there's nothing too hard for him. And Zechariah said unto the angels, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years, but here comes John the Baptist. Ha, ha, ha. we? And the angels answered and said unto him, I am Gabriel. They stand in the presence of God. Woof. And I am sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these glad tidings. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Said he's Gabriel and he stand in the presence of God. 20 says, And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed. Because thou believest not that my words which shall be fulfilled in their season. We can't play with God if he said it is coming. Don't doubt, don't doubt, don't let your mind tell you your, your natural mind. How can that be? Remember Nicodemus went to Jesus by night and said, uh, okay, should I enter my mother's womb a second time? No. You must be born of the water and the spirit. Nothing in the natural. Carnal cannot please God. Carnalness won't move God. Excuse me. It's spiritual things. God is a spirit. He's a spiritual God, so we have to move spiritually with him. So he told him, you didn't believe, you doubted. So you won't be able to speak until these things come to pass. But the good news is, once they come to pass, God going to release his mouth. He'll be able to speak again. 21 says, and the people waited for Zacharias and marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. <laughs> he was in there getting instructions. He was in there getting his just due. He was in there even getting a little punishment because he doubted. 22 says, and when he came out, he could not speak unto them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple. For he, he beckoned unto them 
and remained speechless. That's what the angel told him. 23 says, and it came to pass that as soon as the days of his ministration were accomplished, he departed to his own house. And after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five months, saying, Thus has the Lord dealt with me in the days wherein he looked on me to take away my reproach among men. See, because look, back during them days and even in my day, if a woman over a certain age uh, uh, became with child, they talked about it. She too old for that. They still doing that over there? Yeah. Uh, they still doing that over there? Mm-hmm. The husband get excited. She get excited. Yeah, they, they, they still having what they call relations. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, oh they 65. Yeah, they still get mm-hmm. 75, 80. Yeah, the husband say nobody dead over him. Ain't nothing dead over him but bugs and stuff like that die. Nobody feelings over here die in no capacity of the body because we have God. And whatever his will for our lives are, that's what it's going to be. God know I want to please my wife. My wife want to please me. Here it comes. And if a child come out of it, God got the child. And most times it'd be a special child if they married. And they're walking up right before God. And this is their heart's desire. Mm-hmm. Just run on back around there and ask Abraham. He'll tell you about it. So she was, she hid it for five months. And she said that the Lord done took away her reproach among men. She don't have to worry about people saying Elizabeth is barren and don't have no children. They can no longer say that about her. 26 says, and in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth. 27 says, to a virgin and spouse to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. <laughs> and the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Now, I know you done heard people say, I'm blessed and highly favored, but you're going to find out Mary was the only one. What you said, Barbara, uh-huh, Mary was the only one highly favored, woman that was highly favored. I hear men say it too. Mm-hmm. She was highly favored. She was a virgin and she loved the Lord. And she walked up right before him, and she didn't want to do nothing against God. God sent the right man to Mary. He sent Joseph, who could handle the situation that was about to be at hand. Hallelujah. He was going to be able to stay with a woman who was pregnant and never been with a man, especially him, and he was going to be engaged to her. He had plans on marrying this woman, this virgin. And you don't come up swole? What? But the angel of the Lord, you go, we 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 gonna wait, we gonna wait, we I'm moving ahead of myself. <laughs> ah, twenty nine says, and when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. See, that's what we always do. We always jump to the natural. 
We don't stay in the spirit. But to deal with God today, you got to be a spiritual person. He's a spiritual God. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Ooh, come tell me I done found favor with you. I know I have, but come tell me that. Let him send the angel to tell me I found favor with him. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. I would be too excited. The world probably would know. I found favor with God. Hallelujah. He told me. He sent the word to me. I believe I had favor because of the thing, the way things was going. But he sent me a direct message from heaven to let me know beyond the shadow of a doubt I found favor with him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 31 says, And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give him unto the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Boy, look at here. Oh, Mary. Then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. See, I'm telling you, we're going on natural things. The Lord said, I'm giving you the house. You, well, Lord, how can I get the house? My credit ain't strong. I, I, I don't have a down payment. What? I said, I'm giving it to you. Is there anything too hard for me to do? Well, Lord, I can't get the job because uh, I don't have all that the, the job require, uh, what what they got stipulated over there. They want this, this, and that, and I, I don't have this part, and, and I may not have that part. Well, you was down right there. You're not going to get that because I'm telling God this. I can do all things through you. You said so. You said I could do all things through Christ who strengthened me, and I'm not down. I'm not going to ask no questions when he done spoke. When he told me that night, he said, I heard you the first time. That ended all of that. Well, what more I should say to him? <laughs> he was the one doing it, not me. When I sat pulling out the car lot, and I said, Lord, I love this truck. But you know I can't afford it. God, if you give me this truck, you got to make the payment. He heard me. And guess what he did? He opened the door and he made a way and he gave me a budget to pay the truck off. The truck is paid off. Been paid off now. Huh? I don't have no questions. I might have a praise. I might say, Lord, can I have it tomorrow or something like that? But all that doubting stuff, I don't want to doubt God. Because I know he's able to see me through. I know the earth is his. I really know this. The fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. I know there's nothing too hard for him. I know that he loved me today. And I know that he's on my side. And I know that if he be for me, which he's for me, he's more than the whole world against me. I can't play with it. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. He didn't say the weapon wouldn't form. I've been through some things. The enemy come. And he think he's going to take my mind. He think he greater is he that lives within the saints than he that is in the world. 
and I can't play with God, and I just don't have time for the devil and his nonsense. I bind him up and cast him to the pits of hell and the very work of his. Drop all my stuff. Don't take nothing I got with you. Drop it and leave it and get on back to hell. I want you down in the pits. Now, don't return in that way. It don't mean he's not coming back in another way because that's his job, and he loves his job. We the ones slacking as believers, as Christians, as the saints of God, the people of God, the children of God. We slack. He don't slack. So listen, then, then said Mary unto the angels, how shall this be seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. He said that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. God was showing out right here. Mary, you think you the only one? He favored you, yes. But look what he's doing for Elizabeth. Elizabeth in her six months. They was calling her barren. They said she didn't have no children and couldn't have none, and she was too old to have some kids. But here comes John the Baptist. <laughs> here comes John. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Tell her, angel. Tell her. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. What is it you want in this holiday season? What do you want to celebrate? What is it that you want in any other time? Go to God in prayer. Believe he heard you the first time. Have patience and wait on him. Begin to praise God. Begin to worship him. Stop all that going back and forth in your mind, looking in the natural at things. That won't get you nothing. James told us yesterday, that's not going to get you nothing. Stand on your faith, and after standing, stand some more, because you're standing on the word of God, because he said, now faith is. Woo! The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, but by faith the elders obtained a good report. I can't doubt God. I, I don't want to doubt him. And Lord, forgive me if I've ever doubted you, and I'm sure I have. Lord, forgive me and have mercy. Because I know God, and I know what he's capable of doing. I know what he has done. And I love that little bit of tad he did for me. It was a great thing for me, but it wasn't very much for him because he's a big God. <laughs> hey, glory. And he can do bigger things than I could ever imagine. My little imagination is small. And again, he's a big God. Guess what? The earth is his. He made it. The fullness thereof. The world, he made it, and they that dwell therein. Oh, look at here. I'm about to get too excited this morning. I'm going to hold on. I'm going to hold on. <laughs> and Mary said, Behold the handmaiden of the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Be it unto me according to thy word. The word that God sent you to give me, be it unto me. Now you can go ahead on. <laughs> I'm going to wait on God. I'm going to see what's happening. I'm going to be pregnant. Elizabeth's going to be pregnant. And these babies are going to be special babies. These are just not going to be coming every day any old body babies. 
I haven't been touched by a man, yet I'm pregnant. Elizabeth is old age, and yet she's swole. Huh? Come on here. And Mary rose in those days and went into the hill country with haste and to a city of Judah. She went on over there to see. I'm going to tell you before it's happening. She went on over there to see if it was true what had happened to Elizabeth. See, because there was still a little bit of doubt in there, you understand? There a little bit of doubt was still in there with Mary. Although she said, be it unto me, yada, 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 there was still a little bit of doubt. And Mary rose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into the city of Judah and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. Now, I want y'all to notice that right there, too. And, and never get it twisted. The house of Zacharias. If you're married and you got a husband and he's doing what he's supposed to do, he's taking care of his house, he's taking care of his family, he's close to his wife, they're one. He loves his wife as he loves himself. That's his house. I'm sorry. So she went into Zachariah's house and saluted his wife, Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. My goodness and Zion. John the Baptist's mama was filled with the Holy Ghost right there. One more time. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in a womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. When she heard that Mary evidently come in there and say, hey, Zacharias, where's Elizabeth? I come to see. Or she could have said, praise the Lord, Zacharias. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. The baby leaped, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. For because that Mary was carrying something precious, oh, she was carrying something great and special. Oh, that was precious cargo she was carrying. The Savior of the world, oh, the one who brought me out of darkness into this marvelous light. The one who spared my life. Hallelujah. The one who suffered for old Barbara. He suffered for me. That was a precious thing Mary had. And when says this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Huh? How did Elizabeth know this? She was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she felt very special that the Lord, that the mother of the Lord would come and see her. I would have too. They probably would have been dragging me somewhere to, to lay down because I'd have been out for the count. Thinking on the goodness of the Lord and look what he did for Mary and look what he's doing for me. And he filled me after he gave me my special gift, the gift of my heart, the desire of my heart of son. He filled me with his spirit. Boy, what more could you want? <laughs> Ooh, we 
For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb with joy. Soon as I heard the voice, the baby in me leaped. Because guess what? He knew. He was filled with the Holy Ghost. He knew that the Lord and Savior had showed up on the scene in his mother. Mm. And blessed is she that believed. For there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Hallelujah. And Mary said, my soul doeth magnify the Lord. And my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. Hallelujah. But he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. And she truly was and highly favored of Almighty God. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things. And holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. It don't stop. His mercy is on us if we fear him. And I fear the Lord today. He's not the one to play with, I can tell you. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. Thank you, Jesus. He has filled the hunger with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He has opened his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. As he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. Mary stayed over there three months with Elizabeth. Elizabeth delivered a son, John. The neighbors and everybody was over there. Yeah, they got the name. They circumcised him. And then uh, Zachariah spoke and all of these things. And if we continue on, you're going to get to see Mary gave birth. Yeah. You, you, as you read on all the way down to 80, you're going to get to see that John left and he was out in the wilderness and he was strong and all of this kind of thing. But I, I wanted to share this. This is coming up. It wasn't Christmas yet, but it was coming up to it. So listen, I need to go to one more thing. I have to run right quick and run right back. But I know this for myself. God is faithful to his people. And if we can be obedient and faithful unto him, he will give us a crown of life that will never fade away. We'll always be reverence. We'll always be the ones. Yeah. And I'm thankful unto him this morning. For he is God. He don't change. He was that way yesterday. He's that way today. He will be that way forevermore. I'm going to this one, and when we come back, we're going to chapter 2, and we're going to find out what happened with Mary. Have you ever faced a problem so big that you wondered if even God could solve it? Are you dealing with challenges that make you feel like you're completely stuck, even when you pray? If so, listen closely. No matter how big your problem is, God is even bigger. Today... 
I urge you to stick with us as we explore the limitless ability of God to deliver us from our troubles and his ability to overshadow and minimize the impact of the challenges or trials you're currently navigating. God's power can turn your problems into possibilities and he can deliver you from all your troubles. I'm also going to pray a powerful prayer with you in the mighty name of Jesus. So watch until the end and open your hearts to receive the blessings of this prayer. My friends, we find ourselves in an era where problems, challenges, and trials often feel unending, seemingly becoming the rule rather than the exception. Yet, it's crucial for us to understand that no matter how insurmountable these obstacles may appear, God is infinitely greater. In Psalm 34, verses 17 to 19, the Bible tells us the righteous cry out, and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. This Bible verse has made it clear that God hears the cries of the righteous and delivers them from all their troubles, reaffirming the enduring truth that God is indeed bigger than any problems we may face. So together, we will delve into other biblical principles that affirm this truth, while focusing on seven key insights that you need to understand. Number one, God's infinite power overrides all challenges in the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 28, says, Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. Friends, it's all too easy to feel overwhelmed by life's challenges. Whether they're financial issues, health concerns, or strained relationships. But before we give in to despair, let us remember who created the universe and all that is within it. God, whose power and understanding are beyond human comprehension. Think about the story of the Israelites, who were enslaved in Egypt for 400 years. They faced insurmountable challenges, yet God parted the Red Sea for them and vanquished their oppressors. If the creator of the universe can do that, imagine what he can do for you. All it takes is faith as small as a mustard seed to move mountains. There is a saying that when you reach the end of your rope, you'll find God's hands waiting to catch you. How many times have you felt like you've reached that point? Instead of wallowing in despair, take that leap of faith. Know that God's power is so much greater than any problem you might have. Our focus must not be on the problem but on the problem solver. Reflect on this. If God can breathe life into dust and calm stormy seas with a simple command, what makes you think he can't handle your issues? God's power is infinite. If he has done it for others, he will do it for you. Our God is faithful. Be patient, trust his timing, and put your trust in God. Number two. God's unchanging nature is our anchor. 
Malachi 3 verse 6 tells us, For I am the Lord, I do not change. Therefore you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. My dear friends, in the ups and downs of life, our emotions and circumstances change like the tides. However, God's nature is unchanging, and in that we can find solace. In the Bible, we read about Job, who lost everything, his health, his wealth, and his family. Yet, he held on to his faith in God's unchanging nature. Eventually, his fortunes were restored many times over. The world around us is constantly changing, making it hard to find stable ground. When facing the storms of life, think of God as your anchor. He will provide stability and strength when everything around you seems to be falling apart. In moments of uncertainty, remember that God was, is, and always will be the same. A loving father ready to embrace his children. As your challenges change, as your worries multiply, and as your problems grow, God still remains the same unchanging anchor. My friends, you're not going through your struggles alone. God is there with you. In times of trouble, hold on to the anchor of God's unchanging nature. Trust that His love and eternal consistency will see you through your darkest days. Number three, your faith determines your perspective. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This is the word of the Lord, according to Hebrews 11, verse 1. Again, let us consider the story of David and Goliath. Here was a young shepherd boy, armed only with a sling and five smooth stones, standing before a giant of a man clad in armor. What gave David the courage to face such an adversary? It was his unwavering faith in a God much bigger than Goliath. When faced with a problem, we often look at it through the lens of our limitations, forgetting that our perspective should be rooted in our faith in God. Like David, we must focus on God's strength rather than our weakness. This perspective shift doesn't belittle your problems. Rather, it magnifies your faith in a God who can solve them. It's easy to be overwhelmed when you're staring up at a mountain of problems. But remember, from a high vantage point, even the tallest mountains appear small. Elevate your faith, rise above your challenges, and from that viewpoint, you'll see that your problems can be overcome. As you go through life, remember that your faith sets the stage for divine intervention. The bigger your faith, the smaller your problems seem in the face of our God, who holds the universe in His hands. Number four. Prayer is your direct line to the problem solver. Philippians 4 verses 6 to 7 reminds, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. My friends, how often do you turn to prayer in moments of despair? We often think of prayer as the last resort, when it should be our first line of defense. There's a powerful story in the Bible about Hannah, 
who was barren and ridiculed by her peers, instead of succumbing to her sorrows, she poured out her heart in prayer, and God answered her by blessing her with a son. He was called Samuel, who would grow up to be a great prophet. This story can be found in the book of 1 Samuel, chapters 1 and 2. Prayer is more than just presenting a list of requests to God. It's about establishing a deep and meaningful relationship with Him. When you pray sincerely, you're not just talking to God, you're talking with God. In that conversation, you'll find the peace that surpasses all understanding. Remember that you are never too broken, too lost, or too insignificant for God to hear your prayers. In your darkest moments, the light of God's love can shine the brightest, illuminating the way out of your problem. It's not about the eloquence of your words, but the earnestness of your heart. In your prayer life, always remember that you're not just pleading with a distant God. Instead, you're communing with a loving Father. That is the beauty and the power of prayer. Number five. God's grace is sufficient for you. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9 tells us, And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. My dear friends, have you ever felt like you are unworthy or undeserving of God's blessings because of your struggles or failures? At times, our problems make us feel like we are too flawed for God to work through us. Yet, let us remember the Apostle Paul, a man with his own thorn in the flesh. Despite his petitions for relief, God's answer was that his grace was sufficient. And so, Paul rejoiced in his weaknesses because it was then that God's power was made manifest. Even when we are weak, God is strong. Your problems do not define you. But God's grace does. His grace isn't a one-time gift, but a constant flow of love and support. Every time you stumble, every time you falter, God's grace is there to catch you and lift you up. You may feel like you're going through the fire, but remember that fire also refines gold. God's grace can turn your trials into triumphs, your tests into testimonies. Just as Paul found joy in his weaknesses, because it showcased God's strength, let your problems be an opportunity for God's grace to shine. So, when you find yourself struggling, remember that God's grace is sufficient for you. It doesn't mean your problems will disappear, but it means you will have the strength to face and overcome them, knowing that God's power is made perfect in your weakness. Number 6. Understand the significance of community and fellowship. In the book of Galatians, chapter 6, verse 2, it says, Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Community and fellowship are more than just buzzwords. They are a biblical mandate. My friends, none of us are meant to go through life alone, especially during challenging times. Think of Moses, who was tasked with leading the Israelites to the Promised Land. Despite being chosen by God, Moses needed Aaron and Hur to hold up his arms during a battle. 
he couldn't do it alone. It's not just about bearing your burdens alone, but sharing them with a community that can help you carry them. Sometimes God solves your problems by sending people into your life who can offer a different perspective, practical support, or spiritual guidance. But I urge you to exercise discernment in choosing whom to confide in. Begin by praying for God's wisdom and listening for the guidance of the Holy Spirit. This is crucial because, as we all know, not everyone has your best interests at heart. Buke every sickness, disease, or evil force that may try to attack my body, mind, or spirit. I declare healing in every area of my life. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, I pray for your protection over me and my loved ones. May your angels encamp around us, keeping us safe from harm's way. I pray for the salvation of my loved ones, that they too will come to experience your grace, goodness, and love. Lord, I ask for your abundant blessings to flow in my life, that I may not lack any good thing, and that I will be empowered to bless others. Father God, strengthen my faith, empower my prayers, and infuse my life with your grace. Lord, as I say this prayer, together with everyone listening, I thank you for every heart that is open to your grace and mercies right now. For those of us who are burdened, Lord, may you give us rest. For those who are in despair, may you fill us with hope and comfort through your Holy Spirit. Father, for persons who are wrestling with doubt, anxiety, and fear, May you fortify their faith. Lord, for those who feel isolated and alone, may your Holy Spirit bring them comfort and companionship. And for those who are being attacked by sickness and emotional trauma, Lord, may your healing hand restore them completely. Merciful Father, I pray that you bless us in this community, and may we all carry each other's burdens as we are led by your Holy Spirit. Lord, we declare that we are delivered and set free from all forms of bondage, obstacles, and challenges that have hindered our spiritual and physical progress. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering my prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, amen. If you were blessed by this message, Type the word Amen in the comment section below. I declare that all the blessings of this prayer. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I thank God for that prayer. I thank God that if we trust him and have faith in him, truly believe, turn from our wicked ways, seek God with our whole heart. Don't doubt it. Don't doubt it. You've gone through much before, and he brought you out to this present time. Things could have been so much worse, but it wasn't. He yet blessed you, and he worked things out for you, but you don't understand because he didn't work it out the way you wanted it to be worked out. Sometimes we want it from certain people, even in church. Sometimes people won't go to church if the pastor's not preaching, if somebody else is preaching. 
But God sent this this other person to bring the word because he got a message for you, but you refuse to go hear the message because you want what you want. We can't be that way. Accept what God allows. We are better off anyway. So what is it that you want from God? And what does Christmas, that's the title today, what does Christmas mean to you? You heard all of these things about Mary and Elizabeth. You heard about John the Baptist. He filled Elizabeth with the Spirit. He, 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 John the Baptist was born with the Holy Spirit. You saw that the angels of the Lord went and made the way, prepared them, told them what would take place. What is it you want in this season? You want to walk? You want to talk again? Huh? What is it you want to do? But see, in your mentality, you got to get it holy. Because if God bless you to walk again, talk again, run again, he give you another house. You got to dedicate these things unto him. And because he bless you to walk again, you don't want to be out here twisting with your daisy dudes on, showing the world I'm walking. No, that's not why he gave it to you. But you want to dress as becoming a holiness and walk in the places where you can be a blessing. Huh? If you can talk again, you don't want to open your mouth with the street slang. You want to open your mouth talking of the goodness of the Lord so others can hear and they will glorify God. Oh, yeah. If he give you another house, you want to dedicate that house to the Lord. You're not going to allow anybody to come in there smoking weed, drinking liquor, playing loud world of music and acting a fool. You want to dedicate this house unto God. And you're playing what pleases him in there. You're doing the things that's pleasing and acceptable unto him. No, 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 not again. No man can come and live with me. Don't look where a man can live in the house with me. We got to be married. Legally married. I ain't talking about no uh, common law. We've been together so long as everybody just accept us. No, no, no. We want to go before God right and get it done right. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. What is it you want God to do for you in this season? Uh it's his birthday. We celebrate. This is the day we set aside, and I believe God received this day uh, as celebrating his son's birth, and he's a giver. So in him giving in this season, what is it you want God to give to you? And when you're asking for it, knowing this, believe me now, he heard you the first time. He don't want us to go through celebrating sad and acting wounded. He don't want us to do that. Even if we wounded, we want to praise him through it. We want to worship him through it. So if I can't give them but an apple or orange, that's what I'm going to give. If I can't afford to do them but give a Christmas card, that's what I'm going to give. And I don't just give to family. Most of my family tell you, oh, she'll give us. She mainly give to strangers. I told you, I went to the gate service station, brownies and French coconut pie. Went on over to the fire station of brownies. Going to the fire station in West Connect on Firestone and give a pound cake. 
a Christmas card and whatever in my bag for gifts. They did it. Why? It's his season. We celebrate him. He came giving, and we want to give. The wise men came and brought gifts to him. And when we give to others, we're giving unto him. But do you believe this, or do we sit back and say, well, if I give $2, I'm not going to have nothing. Give it. Give what you don't have. Give out of your need. What you need, give it. I needed a truck. I gave it away. Guess what? <laughs> I had to wait. But he blessed me with a car and a truck. What? A brand new SUV. Now, that that, S, that white SUV, I only paid $500 for it, but it rolled like it was brand new because they took very good care of it. But as time progressed on and I continued to obey him and continued to be a blessing unto others, went places and had to spend my money to go so that the people could be blessed, guess what? He gave me that money back plus more, and the next thing I knew, I had a truck, a house, a business, everything. He loves a cheerful giver. So we're moving right along now. We done got to chapter 2 of Luke. And we're going to look at, uh, start at verse 3. But we know that uh, uh, Elizabeth done delivered John. And Zachariah done started back talking. They done named him and all of this. And the people were so happy for Elizabeth because she was barren. And that's a bad thing to be a woman without children back in them days. Now, today, if you don't have children, they pat you on the back. But back then, you ain't had no babies. Oh, no, they wasn't with that program. They, they had a different program they was working. You was blessed if you had a family. And if you wasn't married, you sat down somewhere until a man came and asked for your hand. You was a virgin until a man come along and decided he wanted you for a wife. And sometimes it wasn't on how good you look, how pretty you was. It wasn't about that. It was about he saw your ways. He saw you go draw water every day. He saw you cooking over there for your family, your mom and them, you know. He saw how you treated your sisters and brothers. He saw how you stayed in the ways of the rules and regulations of the scriptures. You were not there shaking it fast. You were not there showing out. You kept yourself covered. Yeah, all of that. And he watched you, and he knew that you would make him a good wife. You didn't have a big mouth, but when something was needed, you talked to your husband. You encouraged him. You stayed in a in what we call the woman's place. Today, they don't want to hear that because they think they places everywhere, but it's not. I promise you. Go back to the scriptures and take a look. I didn't say it. I didn't put it in place. God did, and I truly believe it. So we're looking at verse 3 now of, of chapter 2 of the book of Luke. And all went to be taxed, everyone in his own city. Uh, they came together and they decreed that from Caesar Augusta that all the world should be taxed. And, and, they, and they made it, they got it connected with the governors so that every city could pay their own tax. Wherever you was born that you had to go pay your tax in the city where you was born. So verse 4 says, and Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, 
because he was of the house and lineage of David. Remember King David? Bathsheba, Uriah, he was related to David. Verse 5 says to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. He was engaged to her. And he married. And she was already expecting the child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. Oh, they're there and it's time for the baby to be born. So verse 7 says, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Well, no hotel, motel, holiday, it wasn't none of that available. And evidently, they didn't know anyone in the city of Bethlehem where they could go because this thing happened suddenly. So, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. Verse 10 said, and the angel said unto them, fear not. But behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Did you hear that part? The good, bad, and ugly shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. You know why? He sent a Savior for man. He sent a Savior that could redeem man back to himself. Right then and there, men was blessed. We was blessed. But we don't remember these things. And we're so used to going to God to beg and to ask and to ask and to beg until we don't remember what took place. That, that, that Why? Why am I able to go to him and he hear me the first time and deliver unto me? Why? Because he so loved me. Hallelujah. He sent his only begotten son that he could redeem me back to him. So look what happened. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven. The shepherds said one to another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the sayings which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Look at here. A Savior was born on, unto us. He became everything for us. He's our mediator, which he's between us and God. We could tell him and he could take it to the Father. 
because the only way to the Father is through his son, Jesus Christ. I know they teach some other off-the-wall stuff, but that's the scripture. That's not Barbara. That's not what I think or what I feel. That's what the word of God says. So he, this time of year, again, we take December 25th. Well, I take the month of December to celebrate him. December 25th, I take it as his birth date, the date that he came forth, which we don't know if that's true, but that's the date we all set aside to celebrate his birthday. And who's more worthy to celebrate than the Savior of the world, the one who suffered and died for me? He died for me. He gave his life up for me. He didn't have to, but he did. And after he died, he conquered all and rose again. And the day I can go to him for anything I need. And he's a supplier of need. He and the Father, they are one. So he, he's a supplier of need according to his riches and glory. He heard me the first time. Whenever I pray, I don't care what I'm praying, he hear me the first time. How do you know that, Barbara? His eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. Mm. Mm -mm. So whatever it is I need from him, I'm going to ask. And I'm going to ask believing. If I don't ask believing nothing else, I'm going to ask believing that he loved me enough to do it for me. And he does. If he loved you enough to let his son die, you don't think he loved you enough to give you a house on a hill with a dog named Fluffy? If he loved you enough to let his son suffer, hang, bleed, and die for you, you don't think he'll give you some money? You don't think he'll give you a car? You don't think he'll give you a better job, a better paying job? You don't think he can keep your marriage together? You don't think he can bring them bad children home and make them behave? What's the problem? Zion, what's wrong, Zion? With him, all things are possible, but it's us. It's not God. It's us and our faith. It's us and want to do what's right before him. We done been out here in this world clowning and hell raising for years. Many of us, we done got old. It's been time to come in. But now just really prove it's time to come on in because without him, we can't get nothing. We can't do nothing. Many of us, you, you got children, they're not going to do nothing for you. Cuss your soul. What you want now? I'm sick of her. Call them, they won't even answer the phone because they see your number on call the ID. We should be sick and tired of being sick and tired and go to the Lord and say, God, here I am. You know what I've been doing. You know who I really am. You made me. You know all about me. And I believe you're drawing me. In this season, Father, I want to change. And I want to come unto you. I want you to be my Lord and Master, and I know this. I want to understand your word just the way you want me to apply it to my everyday life. God, do it for me today. Save me. Forgive me for all my sins, Father. All my wrongdoings, everything I've ever done that was wrong, forgive me today. I believe you sent your son, Jesus, for me. Forgive me and come into my heart and live forever. 
I believe you're doing it for me today. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. He's able. Once we become his, there's nothing we can't ask him for, especially if we're willing to remain his and work unto him. I can't just come to him and, 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 and say, I'm here and listen to Christian music, gospel music, and I might listen to a few sermons on YouTube. Now, let me tell you, I got to seek him every day with my whole heart and grow my relationship with him. If you're a woman and you're a relationship with a man, if you're a man and you're in a relationship with a woman, you got to grow that thing. Y'all admit, y'all agree to, you know, be in each other's face and all all this. You got to grow it, sisters and brothers. You got to show him affection and concern. He got to show you affections and concern. If not, it's not going nowhere. It'll end before it gets started. Because nobody want to be in a relationship by themselves. Everybody in a relationship wanted the other person. Or they want to be in a relationship with the other person. Same thing with God. You, you got to work on that relationship. You got to have an ear to hear what he's saying to you. You got to have an eye to see what he's doing for you. And in his word, you need understanding, you need wisdom, and you need to know knowledge, know what his word is talking about for you, concerning you. I didn't need to know the word for everybody else. I need to know it for me so that I can walk up right before him. Now, because his word is in me, he can put me up, and when I open my mouth, he'll share his word out of me. So we must study to show that self-approval. A workman needs not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's what we need to do. And we need to go to God with our whole heart. I'm not keeping nothing back. I tell him everything. Lord, you seen what I said. God, you know that wasn't right. Lord, forgive me. Help me. When that thing come around again, don't let me find don't let it find me talking like that. Lord, help me that I don't talk about people. But I'll pray for them. Because, Lord, you know we come from a background of gossiping people. And the least good thing we see, we want to talk about it. Child, did you hear about this? Ooh, what they do? Girl, what happened? I don't want to be like that, Lord. Because, see, by the same measures you're doing stuff, it's coming up again. Oh, but it is. And somebody's going to be saying, well, what they did, child, what they children did. Oh, you heard about it. No, I ain't hear what it is. You did it to somebody else. So now it's going to happen for you. So we don't want to be like that. We want to talk of good things. We want to not judge people. But when we see people going through, we want to pray for them. Because guess what? We have gone through, and we needed somebody to pray for us. And somebody did, whether you know it or not, somebody did. So we want to let that gossiping thing go. Because look, while I'm looking at you over there with your situation, believe it or not, I got one too. There are some things I need to be delivered from while I'm pointing at yours and I can talk about yours. Yeah, I'm messed up too. But people don't realize that. Your stuff is worse than theirs. When many times 
Your stuff is worse than the other person's stuff, but you want to talk about them. Your family really jacked up, and these people got a few issues, but not as bad as yours, but you can't see yours. You can only see theirs. That's the way they operate out here. Even church folks got it. Church folks been had it. I wish you would wear the same thing you wore last Sunday to church this Sunday. It's church news now. Girl, didn't she wear that last week? That's what soap and water for. So if I wore it, I can wash it again and wear it when I get ready. It's mine. I paid for it. I didn't steal it. Girl, she's been wearing that same hairdo a year. Yep, it's my hair. It's what I like, and I'm wearing it. How she get a new car? She don't work nowhere. Who paying that car payment? That's none of your business. Whoever paying your car payment, if you got one, be grateful for that and stay in your lane and tend to your business. I'm telling you, people something else. Yeah, but the same way you do people, I promise you it's coming up again. And one of these times when it come up, it's going to hurt you real bad. Because you didn't think people was doing you like that. You thought you was doing everybody else like that. You thought you was doing all the bad talking about other people and downing them and judging them and all of this. In some cases, rubbing it in their face and all. You thought you was the only one able to do that. But now your day has come. That's why some people try to hide what's going on. I don't hide nothing. No need. No need. Because people appear to be this, that, and the other, but if you pull that carpet up, you'll see what's been swept up under there. Nobody's better than nobody else. I may have issues, but you got some too. So I can't worry about what you think about me and my issues. Unless you come in to help me to work my issues out. Are you coming to pray with me? Are you coming to pray for me? Other than that, I don't have time. But it's what we do. And I said it, even in the church. The pastor wife, she's a gossip. Watch yourself now, Barbara. Even the pastor gossip. Oh, Barbara, no, not him. Yeah, not her. Yeah. Talk about you right now. And you over there giving them your tithes and offering. God told you to get up out of there. You refuse to go. Oh, yeah. I'm just telling you the truth this morning. And that's why a lot of people don't go to church. They came out of that thing. They said, this ain't the house of prayer. I don't want none of this. And until God blessed me to find the house of prayer, I'm not going back up in there fooling around with these people. And we always got to praise and worship the pastor. No, ma'am and no, sir. I love that car those and jacket those. Please believe me, I love them too. But I love God more. And then the praise and worship is going to God. That's how it have to be. He comes before everything and before everybody. He does. He's more than worthy of my little bit of stuff I can give him. I can't give him enough. I don't have enough to give him because everything I get, I got to get it from him. I can't get nothing on my own. But without him, I can do nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Listen, we're going. I want y'all to read that. Read the uh, Luke chapter one and Luke chapter two, and you're gonna get on down in there and find some other things out. And if you have to get it uh, from the uh, King James version where they do it online and they speak it to you, do that. Sometimes you may have to go find your movie about it and take a look at that. But pray, be prayerful that God will lead and guide you to the right movie. So you'll get the King James Version and you'll know it's it's the word. It's the true word of God. They didn't put their own words in there and I changed it up. No, they didn't do that. They left it like it was. Close enough, in other words. I love the movie Acts. Anybody ever saw that movie? I found it over on YouTube and, and, and almost lost my mind. The movie Acts, A-C-T-S. Oh, my goodness. It take you on through that thing. And so I just loved it too much. And uh, Shantae come home, and I, I, I didn't want to impose all these uh, kind of movies on her. You know what I'm saying? Because it's what I love. And everybody don't love the same things. But I love the book of Acts. They got Matthews over. They even got that boy, Zachari- not Zacharias, um, Jeremiah, all of that over there. And and I lined it up with the word. You see, I got my Bible right there. And I'm looking at what it's saying. I'm watching the movie. And what the scripture's saying, that's what the movie's doing. So I know I'm in good standing. You know what I'm saying? So I like all that kind of stuff. And then um, I like some Christmas movies, but it's about the birth of Jesus and, you know, this kind of stuff. When I go to bed at night, I like to... Uh, play some of the grace stuff, you know, uh, uh, how to pray if you wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, put God first. I like that kind of stuff playing, you know, all night long. The word of God playing all night long, yeah. Because that word shopping then into two edged sword and anything shouldn't be coming in here or trying to get in here, it can't, it won't make it. Yeah, that word cut it out. <laughs> Plus, the angels of the Lord, I believe they watch, they stand watch. But that boy Gabriel said he stood in the presence of God. My goodness in life. Ooh, he had to be some kind of special. Yeah. Because just in and everything won't be in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. So look, the studio is open. Uh, if anyone want to share with us what does Christmas mean to you, I'd appreciate it very much. If you press that number one and come in, you might want to share what you do for your holiday. I'd appreciate that. I love to hear it. Yeah. And see, it's a platform that at 9 o'clock or before 9, we can open it up and you can share. Yeah. This this, this is your Jesus in the morning. <laughs> Send songs. Share. You know, talk about stuff. Feel free right here. Right here. Hallelujah. I'm grateful unto him. And I, I thank God for Jesus this morning. And I want to play this one today because... I could only imagine, and this is by a group called Mercy Me, but I could only imagine when I see God what it's going to be like. You know, while he's judging, even in, in, if if I wasn't here, I I, I probably still would have to be in a maze. I don't know what I would do. But I know being here, I know I would be amazed and I'm like, mercy me, I don't know if I fall to my knees. I don't know what I'll do when I'm in the true presence 
of Almighty God. I've been in the presence. When I pray, I'm in the presence. When I praise, I'm in his presence. When I worship, right here on the earth, I'm in his presence. Yeah, the anointing comes down. And sometimes it comes thick. It's thick like you could cut it with a knife. But look, to be right there face to face, oh, my goodness. In his presence, what would I do? What what did, I, I couldn't even imagine what I would do. Yeah, for the glory of God all around, the anointing. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The presence, just the presence. Ah, thank you, Jesus. So look, we're going to take a listen to Mercy Me, and I can only imagine.
can only imagine when all I would do is forever, forever worship you. Radio, not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. What would I do, y'all? What would I think? How would I react when I see him for myself? Woo! That would be so powerful. I can't tell you. I cannot even tell you today what it would be like. Hallelujah. I think I'd just be in awe and probably just fall to my knees because I, I couldn't stand the glory of God. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thankful this morning that we have him. I'm thankful this morning that he know what we stand in the need of. I'm thankful today that we can call on him for whatever we need, for whatever we want. He's that kind of God, and he's on our side today. In spite of us, looking beyond faults, yet meeting needs. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Yeah. And he's for us today. He's always for us. He's always waiting on us to come to him. Yeah. Because we, we can't be accusing him of just taking over and just doing whatever he wants. He's not that kind of God. He wants us to come to him and tell Tell him what we want him to do and what we want from him. Again, this morning, the earth is his, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. That's nothing too hard for him to deliver to you. I don't care where you are. I found out for myself he was a delivering God in Jacksonville like he was Orlando. He was a delivering God. In Alaska, like he was Orlando, I found these things out for myself. No matter where I went, he was there. Alabama, Missouri, Mississippi, wherever, Texas, wherever I went, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, wherever I went, Baltimore, he was right there, Maryland. He was always there. I didn't have it to worry about because he would not leave me, nor forsake me. He was staying with me until the end. And so I'm grateful unto him this morning. And just just think about it. What does Christmas really mean to you? Yeah, because we, we, we go through some motions or some things, and uh, we get caught up with family and gift buying and gift giving. And I tell you, I, I, I got a nephew and I've been contemplating what he needs. And if someone prayed with me, touched it, agreed that God would touch his heart and mind and, and heal him and save him and sanctify him and all of that. Yeah. But I know that the Lord is able. And I know that God won't leave us alone. And whatever it is that you're desiring in this hour of him, he can deliver for you. Yeah. Lord, teach me how to celebrate December the 25th. Teach me how to celebrate the birth of your son. What is it you would have me to do, God, during this season, during this time of year? Yeah, what can I do? What should I do? How should I do it? Yeah, that even next year, I'll be blessed. Uh Uh-huh. 
Yeah, we got to do is ask for it. Ask for it. Ask for it. Uh-huh. And he's a deliverer. He'll give it to us. And I'm thankful unto him that he's able to see us through. He's able to see us through it. I'm, I'm just simply just talking this morning because I know he's able and he's doing something. Even when I prayed the prayer of faith this morning, I could see the Lord moving. Even financially, I could see him moving for his people. Yeah, we just got to trust him and believe. That's all he wants. And if it was something really, really hard, uh, we would have a problem believing. Yeah, if it was hard, difficult, or we're about that. But this life in Christ is somewhat easier than we could ever imagine. Yeah, it's it's easier than we can imagine because the biggest part is faith, patience, studying the word of God, having a relationship with him, praying. Yeah, that's a big part of it right there. And a lot of times we lazy. That that's not what we really want to do. Uh, many times we prefer to watch TV or go out to the movies or go to some event, go to work, cook something, do something, something at home, rather than to take the time out and pray, take the time out to study the Word of God. Because we got to do this. It's important. Yeah, that we know for ourselves again and again and again. I can't stress that enough. Hallelujah. God is good. So look, we moving right up along. And no one have anything they would like to say this morning. Share this morning. What does Christmas mean to you? The day that we have set aside for the birth of Christ. I know some people can't because they're working. If they could, they would. And I understand that this morning. But we're moving right along. And uh, (laughs) I thank God for Jesus. I got a double take. And I want to play this uh, double take this morning. And I get that song to go on. Because I know it makes people happy in many cases when they hear their song here. Yeah. Ooh, that's my favorite song. And so we thank God, and then we're coming back, and uh, we may pray out this morning early. Hallelujah. If not, no one have anything uh, they would like to say, hallelujah, hallelujah, because I have a lot to get done, so I can use that early time uh, to start working, you know, to get things done. Hallelujah. All right, let's go back to this one. Double take. <laughs>
spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah. All right, good morning to you, Miss Laura. God bless you this morning. Ella, your mic is open. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, God Mama. Good morning. I just wanted to say good morning. I wanted to thank you for um, your prayers for my son. Keep praying, please. And um, I just wanted to thank you for confirming because, you know, when you go on TikTok and other news outlets, they put fear in you. And um, you just confirmed it in my spirit when you said we can't worry about that. We just got to focus on prayer. So I just Mm want to thank you that. Thank you for that, you know. Even though we all are Christians and we believe in God, we get just so easily distracted, so easily in the flesh and put, have fear over yes. faith, and that's not what we're supposed to do. But that's why it's so important that we surround ourselves with godly people so we can yes. encourage one another. So Amen. I just want to thank you for that. And, you know, the last couple of days I've been listening to the show in the morning because I just feel as though I need it. And I'm so yes. blessed and thankful for you. So I just want to... You know, wish you a Merry Christmas, and um, just thank God for all of the Jesus in the morning family who I pray for every day. And just glad that we have each other to stay encouraged, to pray for one another, and just keep each other, you know, together. Because this world, we live in this world, and this world is not, you know, of God because it's the world. And we know the world will never give us peace. God said he's the only one that can give us peace. So I just want to say thank you, and I want to thank God for his peace. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you this morning. And Mr. Mason and Miss Deborah and my other son over there, God bless y'all. And I thank God for you. And Laura, I want you to know this. Just keep looking to the hills from which cometh your help. All of your help comes from the Lord. He made the heavens and the earth. And this too shall pass, but it's a trial. Yeah, you're in the midst of a trial. And I can even see you looking, saying, oh, I'll be glad when it's over. <laughs> what? Oh, I've been going through this for a while. But eventually, yeah. God is going to move because we know him to be a, not only a healer, Laura. Uh, he he fixes hearts. He fixes minds. Yeah. He opens doors. Yeah. He makes ways. He puts groceries on empty tables. You hear what I say? Mm-hmm. He paid bills. He got electric yeah. on where they said no lights could be. Uh, he do water yeah. where they said no water would be flowing. He's that kind of God. He give us what we need. We we may go through some things, and it could have been way worse than it is. But we had to go through, and we had to keep doing stuff that we didn't feel like doing. But we kept doing it because he wanted to show us. If you do this, I'm going to do that. If you do that, I'm going to do this. Follow my instructions. Just just keep yeah. hanging on. Well, just keep holding on, not hanging on, but keep holding on. Yeah. I'm coming. I'm coming. And when I finish, you never have to worry about this again. I'm that kind of God. Amen. I'm a complete God. And sometimes that's why it Amen. takes so long because he's completing that thing in a way where we never have to worry about that again. Yeah. So intercessors, I want to ask y'all to pray for my God babe and her family this morning. And uh, it's already all right in Jesus' name. Yeah. And we lift one up. Like she said, we pray for each other daily. And 
often as I think about it, I pray. And then Shante and I, we pray for all our Jesus in the morning family every day. Yeah, we take that before the Lord in prayer because we know through the day a lot of different things can happen. And that devil come but to kill, steal, and destroy. It's Jesus who come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And no matter what's going on, I'm going to have abundant life because he come for that. And, and guess what? I can do all things through Christ who sent me. Another thing is this. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. He didn't say it wouldn't form, but it won't grow. It can't get no bigger. And so I'm grateful unto the Lord this morning. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, this is my beautiful God, baby. She is beautiful. Yeah, and Mr. Mason is her mom is Miss Deborah. And she's got another son. And so we just thank God. I just thank God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look, Laura, I'm going to close your mic and go to the next okay. person. All right. God bless All you, right. baby. God bless you. <laughs> That's a wonderful thing, ain't it? Hallelujah. Good morning, Sister Dot. God bless you this morning. How are you? Good morning. Blessings to you and everyone that's listening. I'm good. I Amen. am good. Amen. And Christmas means to me, what Christmas means to me is the birth of Christ. Amen. Because without him, the world wouldn't even exist. Come on now. <laughs> Without him, yeah. you wouldn't be able to wake up every morning. Amen. Without him, it's nothing that you can do because he controls everything. Mm-hmm. And also, that's a good time to get with, you know, your family and, um, Fellowship, but uh, uh, most people think it's all about gifts, mm-hmm. toys, but it isn't, because without God, you can't do nothing. Amen. Oh, okay, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Amen. I am with you when you write, Sister Dot. I am with you when you write. And that is so true. That is so true. And so we thank God. We thank God. Oh, yeah, this is wonderful for me. This is just wonderful. <laughs> All right, Sister Di, I'm going to close your mic and go to the next person. Hallelujah. Yeah, like, Laurie, it, it, it don't have to be what Christmas means to you. You may have a testimony. You may just want to say good morning. Or you may want to share something that happened last year at Christmas that was good. Whatever it is, feel free to press that number one and come in. Okay, area code 904, first three numbers, 401. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? Good morning, Miss Barbara. This is Evangelist Maria. How are you? I am blessed. How are you? Amen. I'm glad to see that you're feeling better. You hear me? Because this yes. this, this show does a lot for the people. You understand? Mm-hmm. Uh, my Christmas... <clears throat> The enemy tried to make it seem like it wasn't going to be anything. Like I explained to y'all, I took my son on life support Valentine. His birthday was last Thursday. He would have been 30 years old. And the spirit of depression and loneliness tried to hit me, but God said not so. 
So I did a balloon release, and it made me feel a little better because I did it at my husband's grave site because I cremated my son. Christmas to me, if, if it was not for Christ, it would be no us. Uh, hey, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because consider the birth of Christ. Amen. And God gave his only, only begotten son. But God gave me two sons. And I'm grateful. The time that I spent with him, I'm grateful for the one that I still have alive. So I tell God, thank you for Jesus is the reason for the season. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's no way around it. Because without being Christ, it wouldn't be us. And that is my thing about Christmas. It's not about gifts or toys. It's good to show love, but Jesus is love. Without love, we have nothing. So I'm, I'm just grateful. Amen. The most part, just be alive. To be able to tell this testimony in this story. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, listen, I thank I God for you, life, health, and strength, and father. Amen. I, I want to share this with you. I want to share this this morning. Um, is there any way you can go to the book of John? Listen to me. I want you to go to the book of John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, yes, and the book of John. I want you to go there and oh yes, John chapter one until the chapter ends until the, until the whole book of John ends. I want you to go yes, back yes. and keep reading and go back. Yes. And keep reading. And as you're going back, God is moving. Because guess what? Deliverance is coming for you. Yeah. God is going to bring some deliverance for you. Because I know a lot of times we hold on to things that don't don't necessarily have to be held on to. But because we sometimes walk in our flesh, we, we do what makes the flesh feel better. But we got to give it all to Jesus and let it go. He's an often finisher of our faith. We let nothing separate us from his love. Because if I'm focused on flesh and strength, I'm not going to do his will. I'm not going to walk in the spirit. I'm going to be in what my flesh feels. So once we become a spiritual people to a spiritual God, we're going to walk in his way, not in the way that we feel. And what this flesh wants. So just get in that book of John. You're going to get to see. <laughs> if you stay in that book of John, you're going to be like, Lord, God, I thank you. I, Lord, I didn't know. Yeah, and stay right there in that book of John. And deliverance is coming all through there. Healing, I see some healing taking place. But I'm going to tell you, sister, some things you're going to have to let go. And I know you don't want to because you want what you want. But there's some things you're going to have to let go. But God going to move for you if you're willing. It's got to be all about him, nothing about us. It's got to be all about God. We can't please him in the flesh. We got to please him spiritually again this morning because he's a spiritual God. I wouldn't lie to you. I have to tell you the truth. And it's already all right today. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Laura, if you can, I want you to lift your hand throughout the day, Laura, and tell God thank you. Throughout the day, Laura, I want you to tell him thank you. Because I see some back money owed to you. There's some back money, Laura. It's owed to you, and they're preparing to send it. So as you lift your hands and you begin to praise God, the more you praise him, the quicker the blessing is coming. Uh-huh. And he, he allowed it to be held up, hey, glory, hey, Jesus, for such a time as this. Uh-huh. For such a time as this. So I just need you to praise him. Because the more you praise him, I'm telling you, the quicker it'll move. 
And sometimes that's what we have to do, praise our way through. Yeah. Ah, he inhabit the praises of his people. And it's already all right today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you this morning, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise. And Rose Brown, I saw the angels of the Lord looking. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm, Lord, I thank you today, God. I thank you. I thank you. Hey, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Rose Brown had to move death over. I want you to hear what I'm telling you this morning, Wiki. They had to move death because they wanted to conquer. But God. God wouldn't let it. <laughs> Ooh, he wouldn't let it get you down. In spite of it all, angels was camped all around. Look at me now. I'm still. Thank you, Jesus. I'm still. I made it through. And so have you. I've been through the fire. And I've been through the flood. But I see being kept by his love. Oh, yeah, Rose Brown. Oh, yeah. God is faithful in spite of us, even in spite of what we think about ourselves. Because sometimes we don't think we are as important as other people. And, and sometimes we just feel it down because we don't know. But Rose, God heard you. He heard you. And he heard you crying out. He heard you. <laughs> and I want to tell you this. He heard you the first time. And it's going to be all right. Just draw closer to him. Talk to him more. Ask him to teach you his way. Lord, show me how to do this. Show me how to walk with you. Uh-huh. And he will do it for you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because we need him. We can't make it without him. And I'm thankful unto him this morning. Hallelujah. Pastor David, it's all right today in Jesus' name. I saw the Lord moving on your behalf. Uh-huh. I, I even saw the Lord moving as you're going up and down the street, up and down the highway. I see the Lord move for you. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. And he releases, God releases in his perfect timing. And sometimes it's a trial that we're going through and we're calling, Lord, have mercy. I want this to be over. Sometimes we don't even say it. We're just feeling it. We're just feeling it. But God is coming to set free in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Sister Reed, it's already all right this morning. I just need you to praise him too. I need you to praise your way through. Just tell God thank you as often as you can. You can get to yourself and just go off into praise. Lord, I thank you. God, I love you. Lord, I don't understand everything, but I thank you and I love you and I trust you. And I'm waiting for you, Lord. I'm waiting on you. you you've spoken many times and said this, that, and the other. But God, I can't do nothing until you come and I'm waiting. Hallelujah. And it's already all right on your behalf in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, now, see y'all. I saw some paperwork. 
Yeah, I saw some paperwork come before you. And I saw you looking over it, and it's like you were sorting something. But it's all working together for your good. Yeah, in spite of, it's working together for your good. So when you can, just lift your hands and tell him thank you. And it's already all right. But after now, I see a few dollars. Shaking all around you over there. I see a few dollars because you're going to need them. I see a few dollars shaking your way. And so we tell God, thank you, and we lift him up today. And we glorify him. For he know what's best for his people this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There's none like him. We can search all over. We won't find nobody. Nobody greater than almighty God who have all power. And we're thankful unto him this morning. Yeah. And you get a few dollars, but Anthony, I don't mind you calling them in, you know, give them a cash app information and share it. <laughs> Ooh, I don't mind you sharing them, them few dollars with me. You know how I am, but Anthony, I'll buy something, some gadget right now. Now I'm just joking around. You know I'm just joking around this morning. But I thank God for the financial blessing coming your way uh, because there are some things. Yeah. And God know what you need. He already know. Yeah, and he's willing to fix it for you. All right, I'm going to bring you in right now. Good morning. God bless you, bro. Anthony, how are you? I'm blessed. How are you? Good morning. Good morning to everybody that's listening this morning. That's why I want to be a guy. Thanks for what I've had some strength in my life. My own life. I've never seen before. And I thank God for activity of my limbs and thank God for over here to me what he's doing in me, where he brought me from, where he came with it. And just again blessed to be here among my brothers and sisters of Christ and um I think I can't thank him on those just just a blessing and you know still my right mind functioning my limbs, you know. Uh, being able to move because uh, some people can't even walk some people can't talk so I just thank God I just you know, go all down there and pray and, you know I, I just kind of looking back at you know all the jobs and, you know you know when basically God again but he brought me from where he came in and what he's doing and even in this season you know I'm grateful you know um, some, some family went away but some family still here, and we know it ain't about the gifts, but it's about the love. And I thank mm-hmm. God for the love that He's restored in me, and continue to, you know, let me love others. And I ask Him daily to let me love as He loves, you know, despite mm-hmm. of my enemies. So, you know, that's the best thing something I had to learn to, you know, and you know, humble myself, you know, daily, you know, and I just. You know, I appreciate life a little bit more now, you know, especially when you get older, you know, you appreciate things that you didn't appreciate when you was younger, you know, you get to see, you know, that, you know, it was it's died here in every situation. So, you know, I'm just blessed, you know, and I just thank God for, you know, this year and I might not have everything I need, but as long as I got him, I got enough. So, you know, it's a blessing. And being able to hear y'all voice this morning, I just pray this bless somebody and encourage somebody to continue to hold on and keep pressing forward no matter what the situation, what it looks like. And because we know that God can do all things 
There ain't nothing he can't do. So, you know, this is just a blessing. And, you know, we got a roof over our heads. You know, we we in the uh, food that we got that we're able to eat, you know, and, you know, because there's a lot of people that don't got that right now. And people out there just needing a place to be, you know. So, you know, it's just a blessing, you know. And I'm just looking forward to guys doing some great things in my continue to do some great things in my life. And I just want to say God bless everybody this morning. And I just continue to keep me in y'all prayers and I keep me in my prayers as well. Amen. Amen, brother. God bless you, son. God, amen. I know he's able to see you through, and God is not through. He's not through. And where he said he was bringing you, that's where you will end up. Yeah, you will. You will be right there where God said you would be. And so we thank him this morning. We give him glory. We give him the honor and we give him praise. And Irene, today, um, when you wake back up, because I know you got to get some sleep. I'm not trying to keep you up. Don't try to stay up. Get that bed. But when you wake up this afternoon, it'll be evening my time. We will get together and uh, do what I got to do. Because I cannot do nothing, Irene. That's, that's not the way. Yeah, I got to do something. And I feel like whatever it is, it will make you happy. God got a purpose and a plan for your life. Yeah, God got a purpose and a plan for Irene. And not only that, but some things that maybe Irene didn't think could take place is going to be taking place. Good morning, Apostle. God bless you this morning. Thank God for you. Good to see you over here. (laughs) Love you today. Love you today. God bless you, Apostle Boatwright. Yeah, so just 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 hold on, just hold on, Irene. Everything is going to be all right because God gonna work it out for you. He made you. He know all about you. You know how happy you are to uh, be happy with other people. He know you. You know how you like to laugh. He know all the funny things you do. People may not understand, but God does. And so just keep encouraging people and sitting at the table, making others laugh and feel better about themselves. And it's okay today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So we're going to get together this evening. Now, don't forget. I'm not going to forget because it's something I have to do. So we'll get together this evening. Hallelujah. I read all the way in Australia. And so this time of morning, it should be uh, getting close to time for her to go to bed, if not already. And I really like to stay up. And we are laugh or whatever, but I wanted to get some rest. And then this evening, my time, 3 or 4 o'clock, or when she's, you know, when she wake up, we'll get together. And uh, it would be all right today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And listen, I want to say this this morning. I want everybody to be careful. That's all I'm going to say. Everybody to be careful. Yeah, just be careful today. And uh, it's already all right. And and, and women that's seeing men, y'all be careful. Age is nothing to play with, especially if you're not married. Yeah. See, God don't honor fornication, but he does honor marriage. And we can walk around and say what we want. Uh, that's not this. And now God ain't did it. It ain't. It, uh-uh. That's talk. Yeah. And sometimes we think we're speaking that kind of thing into existence. But it's a hard problem. Yeah. So God got the you know, regulate, yeah. And if he say no and we still trying to say yes, it won't work. It won't. I don't care what you feel, it won't work. I'm sorry. He got the last word over everything. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Peace and blessings uh, to you too, Apostle. Good morning. Blessings. I speak the blessings all day long, all night long, and forever of Almighty God upon you this day, starting this day, December the 13th, 2023, in Jesus' name. Yeah, I've seen a few dollars shaking you too, Apostle. Yeah, I've seen a few dollars shaking your way. Hallelujah. So we just tell God, thank you. The more the merrier. That's what I say. Money answers all things. Money makes us happy. Money makes us glad. Hallelujah. Money, big, big money. Ain't nobody mad but the devil. And sometimes God will give us an abundance of money. We give it away. Lord, have mercy. Woo! Been there and done that. And then I, I thought about it. I want to go back and and get the person, no, no, you did it, Barbara. You gave it to them. Don't go nowhere. Eat it. Sit down and suffer in it. And the next time you know not to give your dollars that I give to you to nobody else. What I gave you was for you. You made the choice to go share it with who don't even love you, who don't really even care about you, who making excuses not to even talk to you. So now that's your doing. Going on somewhere. You'll be all right. Uh-huh. But the next time I give you some money, you'll know how to act with them dollars. How about that? Yeah. God loves us. And he know what makes us tick, as they say. He know what makes us happy. And big, big money makes me happy. It makes me glad. Yeah. And I can do some things with the money. Yeah. It's not the money I love. It, it, it's the things I can get done because of money. Yeah. It'll answer all things. Y'all pray for me. I'm trying to come down with a cold because it's hot, cold in Florida. A hot, cold a day. It can be 80. The, the, tomorrow it can be 45, uh, 60, 55. What in the world is the Florida weather? Yeah, this time of year, I have to be careful. Yeah, because I miss trying to catch a cold. Last year, Christmas, I was sick. And the doctor said it wasn't the flu. It wasn't COVID. It wasn't bronchitis. He said, ma'am, you just got a really bad cold. And I'm thinking to myself, for Christmas, but you know what I do for Christmas. No, you ain't going to do nothing for Christmas this year but recline on that couch and, and watch a couple of Christmas movies and eat some soup. <laughs> I didn't even have Christmas dinner because my nieces, was, they was waiting on me to cook. I couldn't cook. Yeah. So I'm praying this year, no cold, and we get it done. And I got to go to the firehouse and a couple other places and uh, take big goods and give my gifts today and cards. And uh, then I come on back in and uh, separate and prep for some more stuff. Yeah. All right. God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else? Anyone else? We still have plenty of time now. We still have. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to this song and I'm going to play it. And then when we come back, we're going to pray out. This next song is a favorite of mine because I stop and think of why I love Jesus. And the first thing that comes to mind is I love him because he first loved me. I love him because he looked beyond my faults and he sees all of my needs. I love him because in spite of Edward, he still loves me. I love him because he meets every need. 
And not only the need, but he supplies and gives me my heart's desire. Saints, you know, a lot of things we don't even need. We don't even need them, but just because we want them, God gives them to us. Hallelujah. Pray for us as we come with, Lord, I love you.
radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord, I love you. I really love you today. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, we're going to pray out and we pray that the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. And I pray that you get all your shopping done and all your preparations done and uh, that you uh, have some time to yourself uh, doing all of this stuff because I know, I know it's a busy, busy time and a lot going on. And when you're in ministry, you have a lot going on and you have a lot to get done. But we thank God today that he's able to see us through. And even his timing may not be our timing, but he, he'll make time stand still for us. Hallelujah. He's done it for me. He's no respecter of persons. So we thank God this morning. And I encourage you in Jesus today. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. Walk in that. Walk in that and watch what happens. Yeah. Today. Today. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So let's pray. Father God, we thank you for all that has been said and done. We thank you for your word today. For Father, again today, your word is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. And forever, O oh God, that word is settled in heaven. We thank you this morning. And Father, we come before you for every preacher, every evangelist, every deacon, every office, O oh God. And we ask that you would train these, your people, Lord, you may have chosen them for that office. You may have called them to that office. But, Lord, if they're not walking accordingly, God, I ask that you would sit them down and that you would teach them your ways and teach them how to reach others. And, God, it's not in a feeling. It's not in me getting up and looking good before the people. And I'm an empty wagon. Father, move today. In a mighty way, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Teach your people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We give you glory. We give you the honor and praise. And Father, we ask it in Jesus' name. And as we depart this morning, bless our going out. Father, bless our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory. Father, bless your people today. Move on their behalf. Open doors and make ways for them. But, Father, there's nothing too hard for you, and nothing is impossible with you. Help us to walk by faith and not by sight. And, Lord, help us to walk in the spirit that we don't fulfill the lust of our flesh today, oh God. December the 13th, 2023, in Jesus' name. Bless your people, God. That's all I can ask is that you bless your people. In this season, bless your people. Remind them what Christmas is. Remind them that a Savior was born into the world. Help today, oh God. Oh, don't let them go backwards, Lord. Let them come forward in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, December the 13th, 2023, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. We're going to a short song, and after the song, I won't be coming back today. God bless you, Brother D. God bless you. I need you to go to Proverbs 3, 5 through 7, Brother D. 
and a God gonna move for you this weekend. Yeah, I see some changes coming. Hallelujah. And it's Ayasha. It's already all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. short of a video. I mean, that short of a song. All right. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.